Mm. When it comes to brand and branding, where they get it wrong is in those two words. The, wow. they, the, Boom. the brand, the brand is one thing, but the branding of that brand is totally different. Hey Slay, hey everyone, it's me Jay and I'm with my girl Nina and welcome back to the No Stylist Left Behind podcast. We have to give a big shout out to our sponsors at Oligo Professional. Nina, I am fired up. We're revved up. And I think we're coming in hot because we have a special guest today and I want you to let us have it. Listen, I have belly nerves. <laughs> I don't get belly nerves unless the shit is real coming in. Okay. So yes. we have an amazing guest and you know that we have been really doing the podcast, just Jay and I and doing business and all of that, all of that. And so we wanted to make sure that we bring on some awesome guests that you feel add value and excite you and really want, you know, you feel supported in the way that you're growing your business. And so our guest today was the Naha educator of the year winner in 2022. He has the nobody listens podcast that should give you a hint right there. <laughs> and he is the CEO of popular nobody Please welcome Mr. John Mosley to the podcast. Let's go. And the crowd cheers and the crowd cheers. <laughs> Jay, you? Nina, I, I appreciate y'all reaching out and, and actually liking what I did on stage in Sola to get this opportunity to sit on the podcast with you guys and just talk and have genuine conversation about what we love. And that's the industry, the beauty industry. So thank you guys. I appreciate the time. And it's definitely an honor. Yeah, we're so excited. We're excited. Yes. The beauty industry, what a beautiful industry it is. And like (laughs) what you have done, I mean, you have created such a path for yourself and others, but you have created this lane for yourself and you've put in a lot of hard work. And I was just telling you before, like I heard about you back in the day when I lived in Connecticut (laughs) from um, our friend. Arif, who's a barber in Connecticut, love Arif. And um, he told me about you then, and I already started following you. So I have been watching your journey over the past few years, and it is literally mind blowing. And so I think one of the topics that you are so skilled at, and this is what I was listening to at Sola, because you went on before me and I was backstage trying to hype myself up, but I was listening. And you talk a lot about brand and branding. And I think it's very important for people to understand first and foremost, whether you're a barber, you're a hairstylist, you're just coming out of school, you're an owner, whatever that looks like for you. I want people to tell, I want you to tell the people who are listening what a brand actually does for their business. Well, that's simple. I think most people get it misconstrued. They think because you have a logo, you have a brand and that's not it. Just because you have a logo, that's only saying that this is one part of the brand, right? And that's to get brand identity. That's for people to see the brand and start understanding who the brand is. But what the brand is, is where you go into branding. And that's the color layout of your brand. It's how you roll out information about your brand. It's who knowing who your target audience is for your brand. It's making sure that every every image that goes out speaks the brand identity what is the core value of your brand what is the expression of your brand what is all of those things that tell the story of the brand without you having to ever say a word when people know a popular nobody they know of it because 
I kept the signature font as my logo, but then I upgraded into the gorilla as just kind of like a mascot because Disneyland is not Disneyland without Mickey Mouse. And that's yeah. how I looked at it with my brand. You think nobody really gives a damn about Walt Disney except if you're Disney free, but the regular average consumer thinks Mickey Mouse. So that's why I upgraded with that gorilla, but it's understanding what story are you trying to tell to the person walking up to your brand without you ever having to speak? That's branding. Hmm. Wow. I'm telling you, I'm fired up and I love watching all of your growth in that, right? Of like evolving that brand. And it really is storytelling. And I love that there's a main focus on celebrating how you're showing up in the arena within your business and your communities about what matters the most to you that connects like-minded minds or changes minds of people that maybe weren't aligned with you, right? To the mission that you want to say. And when I think about that, like, let's talk about the stylist right now listening and the barbers listening right now that is like, okay, Nina, John, Jay, we're all on here. We're talking branding. It's all about storytelling, but where do they start? Like, where are like maybe your top one or two, three things of like, focus here first, and then the rest kind of follow suit. I think the most important thing when you're thinking about Brandon and you're trying to start it off, you have to know what is your story mm. because your story is going to help generate the brand story. Why am I doing this? Who am I doing it for? What happened to me that make me want to create this brand? That's the start. You have to answer those questions first in order to even get the brainstorming going. And, and then once you get that going, then you have to say, okay, where am I trying to take this? And once you identify that, those are four simple questions that need to be answered before you even consider building a brand out. Then you go into the fun stuff. That's when you go into picking colors. That's yes. when you started to get the, get the identity. But then you got to get, like I said in the beginning, you got to get those core beliefs. What is your brand's core belief? What are you willing to do? What is it going to say that your brand is doing? When people think of popular nobody, they know one, I'm going to educate you. They're, then they know we're going to have fun, but then they also know I'm going to tie into the community. No matter what, you know that you're going to get those things from me as a brand. You always know I'm going to show up. You always know I'm going to be personable. You always know I'm not going to not going to not show up. You always know, like, <laughs> that's what you want. You want people to build trust in your brand off of what those four questions in the beginning started with. I want to add this too, because in terms of where people start, and I feel like this is where people get caught up a little bit, is they're like, what do I do? Where do I start? You gave them really great starting points, things to think about a little bit deeper instead of just jumping to the font and all the colors and all of that stuff, right? But I want to talk about consistency because that's my favorite C word. And, um, <laughs> and I think that people here, let me give you an example. And I'm sure you see it too. People show up on Instagram for a week or two. And they're like, Nina, I've showed up on Instagram. I've been doing all the things I showed up for one or two weeks and nothing happened. Mm. And just like I shared on stage at Sola two weeks, you showed up for two weeks, try six months, try 12 months of consistency. How does consistency play into this in terms of either creating the brand and then carrying that brand through. That I love Nina. Thank you for bringing that up 
because consistency is the most valuable key to anything, anything in life we do. You want to lose weight? You got to stay consistent on your eating habits. Not going to the gym, it's your eating habits, right? So in business, how does consistency work in our brand? I'm going to give you a couple things. One, trust and reliability. Wow. Consistency deals with that. Professional image, client expectations, positive representation, branding and recognition, reducing and reduce stress. You stay consistent with those things for your customer base, with your branding, it makes it a whole lot easier. The service quality, the communication, all of those things are also part of consistency in your brand. But more importantly, I think so many people get right to that doorstep where their brand is about to open up and explode. And then they forget all of it because they feel like they're gaining success. And I think yes. when people start gaining success, they get off the path. Think about mm -hmm. a football, okay. coach, a football mm -hmm. team. You, when you think about a football team, they start getting success. Then they want to start doing trick plays. They get desperate. <laughs> they want to run the But that's typically when you lose momentum. So consistency creates a business momentum that as you snowball it, it's just going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. But when you lack the consistency, you're always under the sun. Your snowball will melt. Ooh. Whoa. Truth. Yes, absolutely. I that, that, almost, that almost blew me back off my chair. And I think <laughs> it's so true to our industry. And I love that you mentioned the momentum side because people get caught up and they're like, oh, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I can ease up. No, that means go harder. That means go yeah. harder. That means go all in because you have the momentum and you have to keep building that snowball. One of the things I'm curious to know, too, is when it comes to brand and branding, where do most people get it wrong? Mm, when it comes to brand and branding, where they get it wrong is in those two words. The, wow. they, the, Boom. the brand, the brand is one thing, but the branding of that brand is totally different. Wow. You, you know, so when you when you look at it overall, I'm, I'm going to talk from my brand um, as popular nobody. You know, I don't think people pay enough attention to other big corporations. Most people want to know when should I when should I switch it up a little bit or how can I dabble into it? Anytime there's a season, you have an opportunity to change it up a little bit. Look at Target, look at Starbucks, look at McDonald's. When those big brands start shifting, you start shifting with them because wow. they're the ones that's you're learning from the biggest success stories in our world. Coca-Cola is another great one. You know, every winter, Coca-Cola is coming out with those three white bears every, every winter. Why? Yeah. Because we're so programmed into that. So when you look at that, that's branding for a brand. Mm. McDonald's. Ba -da -ba 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 -ba. <laughs> I'm loving it. Yeah. We all know it. So it's like that's branding for the brand. So branding is, so the brand has a stamp. But the branding is the snake, the signature fonts, the signature scripts, the signature wordplay. How do you create a tagline? That's all a part of branding. And that's where they mess up. They want to stay too vanilla and think like it's okay to be safe right here. It's not. You got to constantly grow. You got to constantly move. And you have to love the challenge of growing, even when you think it's tough. 
Wow, I'm fired up right now, John. Nina, I, listen, <laughs> I everything, listen, guys, everything you ever need to know is always right in front of you. Do you have the curiosity and the awareness level to go there and witness that? And John, that I'm blown away because that is, we're learning right in front of us from the biggest corporations in the world and everything we need to see is right in front of us, right? Like, are we willing to go there and do we have the capacity to remain curious and redefining our brands, right? Like, I think that is so special um, to tap back into. I'm my notes page is like lit over here. Like I'm so inspired. <laughs> this is a masterclass. Let's go. But I also want to talk about something really quick. And, and I know there's been statements made to a lot of people, but this is what I hear a lot whenever I'm teaching and maybe it's consistent across the board um, for all of us is that I don't have time. Like, where do I find time? How much time? Like, I feel like there's a sense of urgency that people are lacking, right? And like when it comes to like the worth ethic, is there any advice that you can give them when they bring up the word time and then they're busy? Like, is that a cop out? Like what can fire them up to get them to really focus to bring their brand to the next level? To me, if you don't have time, that means you coughing out automatically. Yeah. Like- Time is the real currency. So many people would rather post vacation pics instead of showing how the great you run has gotten them to the success. So if you're not putting the time and the energy and effort into what you're trying to build and what you're trying to do, if you don't believe in yourself, who's going to believe in you? If I didn't wow. put my hours in that I worked for myself to show this, nobody would believe in the hell, whatever the hell popular nobody that he's going to say, right? And so for me, I think when we make that statement of I don't have time, you're copping out. Time, you have 24 hours in a day. You think that homeless man give a damn about how much time he wastes sitting there? No, he's getting up, grabbing that sign saying, I need help, I need help. The problem is when we say we don't have time, that just means we're lazy in the moment. And you can't be lazy when you're building your own business. You have to get up, you have to grind, you have to stay up later than everybody else. You have to wake up sometimes earlier than everybody else. You're going you're gonna to miss out on some sleep. You're going to miss out on some meals. But more importantly, what you're not missing out on is the opportunity to take the time to function inside of your own company that you want. Nobody else wanted it. You wanted it. So if you mm -hmm. wanted it, why, why are you not taking the proper time that it takes to make this work? Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? Just to add to that, because this just came <laughs> to me. Because when you say you don't have time, basically what you're saying is, is this is not a priority to me. Yeah. This mm. is not important to me. If you're saying you don't have time, because here's the thing too, because I'm, I'm getting all fired up now because you're talking, you already brought up sports and anybody who follows my page knows that I love watching and Jay too. We love yeah. watching um, stories, documentaries. I'm watching the new Jets um, on, on HBO. HBO, HBO right right now. Same. Hard Knocks, right? I love watching uh, that. And even in Masterclass, I, I take Masterclass to um, the apps and I, I watch all of the basketball coaches, the football coaches, the baseball coaches. I love learning from them because there is such a comparison from the coach to the salon owner, yeah. but there's also a comparison to the athlete, to the entrepreneur. You have to have that mindset of the entrepreneur because like they, are, they say in the athletic world, only 1% make it. 
And I shared this as Sola too. I can't believe all the shit's coming up, but like you have to believe that you are the 1%. Yes. And you have to put in that time. And if you're saying that I don't have time, you're basically saying this is not important to me and I'm not going to invest that time. The people who show up and come in early and stay late, those are the people who are crushing it. So this whole mindset and conversation are wrapped. And listen, I we have to have boundaries, right? We 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 know this. But if you're trying to get somewhere and you're trying to create a level of success for yourself, you have to come in early. You have to stay late, period. That's it. And it's going to happen for a year, two years, three, who knows, however long it takes you to get to that desired level of success. But the time piece is, like you said, it kind of is a cop out. Like, why are we not investing? Are we nervous? Are we scared? Do we not have the right direction? You know, fear, fear keeps us stuck a lot of the time. Yeah. So yeah. Do you have some something yeah. to add to? Yeah, I think I think majority of it, Nina, is actually fear. Mm -hmm. It's fear. It's lack of mentorship. It's lack of humbleness. It's lack of a lot of things, you know, and, and just say fear. You're scared. You're scared to fail because for so long you've been told that you couldn't succeed. So wow. you're scared to fail because so many people are going to judge you. And then the lack of mentorship. Nobody gives a damn about a mentor no more. Everybody feel like they could do it on their own. It's not possible. Nothing is possible to do it on your own. And then the lack of humbleness. Mm. You think because you made it just a little bit, mm -mm. you got $100 more than the next person. It doesn't mean an absolute thing. And I think so with those combinations, that's a deadly combination to yeah. have. And then humbleness equals ego. And I tell anyone that ego's job is to kill everything but itself. Go look mm. at everybody in sports. Go look at everybody in life around you that had an ego. There, that ego crept right in there and said, "You know what? I'm gonna kill everything off, but yep. not, I'm gonna keep this. I'm gonna keep this ego thing going." And so, like when I look at that, it, it those are the things that make stuff click for me. And if you notice, I'm very cautious of who I associate my brand with or who I associate around, just because if I if I sense an ego there, you're not about to kill me. I'm sorry. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, absolutely. You know, woof, I'm sure we can talk about this all day long, but <laughs> I feel like I want to circle back to the brand side of it because yeah. I get a lot of questions about a refresh. Like, should I refresh my brand? What if I need like a little mini tweak or a mini update? What does that look like? And mm -hmm. how do they start? And how often, like how often should they refresh or update their brand that is a great question um if they need help retweaking they should just reach out to me i'll I help you retweet. yeah <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> but if you're if you're retweaking your brand you have to take the good right you have to look at what did i do positive with my brand and what are the things that i want to change if you if you have a list of things that you need to change yeah, it's time for probably a whole new refresh, not yeah. a retweet. If it's only small things, you got to keep the five principles in effect. Uh, it got to be simple. They got to be memorable. It should be timeless. They should be versatile and they should be appropriate. And then understanding clarity of your brand image, understanding, remembering the brand. And when I say remembering the brand, it's how are people going to remember your brand? Is it expandable? So my brand is popular. Nobody. My podcast is called Nobody Listens. You know, so when you look at that, I'm able to expand the brand. 
the unique the the unique human marketing. So when people see it, how does that relate? When a logo is viewed, it triggers emotional reactions that a brand. So for mine, popular nobody. Everybody in the world is a popular nobody. Everybody. Yeah. You're popular amongst your friends, but you step out of your friend group. So when you look at those things, you have to figure out, are those the things that's going to help you continue to grow your brand? I think people get a brand and they forget how to scale it because they didn't give themselves room to scale. So when you're retweaking, you got to make sure you have room now this time to scale it. So the retweak is not really a retweak. It's just growth. Wow. Listen, this is the best branding <laughs> class I've ever, this is a master class on branding. Thank you, John, <laughs> so much. I And I'm like, I, I just want everyone listening right now to like rewind. Let's mm-hmm. go back again. If you miss something, like re-listen because you're not alone. You're having so much nuggets of like clarity and direction that like you got this. You got this. Yeah. Call it in. Absolutely. And if, of course, if people need extra help, they can reach out to you. Where can they find you? And they can find me on Instagram, popular underscore nobody. I actually put a whole branding class up on YouTube, um, on my YouTube channel, a whole full hour of just branding and marketing um, for free. Just go get it, you know? and that's where you can find me. And my email is jm at thepopularnobody.com. You can find me there. But yo, you, you slide in my DM, I'm going to answer. <laughs> yeah, I know. You do. You do answer them. I love that, too. I think it's it's so important to to keep that um, connection. Um, we'll add that link. But see, Nina? Can... Yeah. That, but not to cut you off, but that's part of my brand. Yes. Yeah. When, when people come up to me at a show... I'm personable. Yes. They could talk to me. So why would I cut that off when we leave? If I tell you mm-hmm. I'm going to help you, you have my Instagram, reach out to me. I'm going to, I get people asking me all the time. Do you really answer? Try. Yeah. Try message me and let's see if I really answer because at the end of the day, that's part of my brand is for the people. Mm-hmm. I do yes. for people. So because of that, I can't never shut that off. Absolutely. Uh, Listen, I am with you. And it's so funny because I get people all the time who are like, um, I think you really need someone to manage your Instagram. No, I don't. No. I don't need anyone to manage my page because I, no. for me, just like you, and I know for you, Jay, it is so incredibly important to have touch with people. Yep. It is important to continue to serve them. And people are like, oh my God, it's you. They say the same thing. They're like, oh my God, it's you that answered. I'm like, yeah, I don't have anybody running my page. That is so incredibly important for me. And for, I believe the three of us to stay yeah. grounded and stay um, accessible in that way, because it is yeah. part of serving our community. And so I wanted to say that I'm going to add the YouTube link. If you can send that to me, John, I'll add the YouTube link in our show will. notes. So people can just go right over there. And of course, go on to his Instagram and um, check out his website. Is there anything, John, that we didn't cover, talk about, or any last words or anything that you want to share before we shut it down for the day? Yeah, definitely. So everybody listening to this, Nina, Jay, I want you guys to do this right now. Just okay. stick your thumb up and look at it. Okay. Look at your thumb, but look at your fingerprint. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. All right. You guys see that, right? Yeah. So everybody listen. That's called your identity map. The same thing you have to do with your brand. What is your identity map? So I'm going to ask you to do this. One, write down core beliefs. Mm-hmm. When you write down core beliefs, the question that I want you to write under core beliefs 
what words best sum up my values and beliefs? So when you think about a peach, that seed is the core belief. You can't get another peach without that. Yes. Then mm -hmm. the next line, right? Brand perception. That's the inner workings of the peach. That's the part that we love, right? And the question under there is, if that's what I believe, how do I want people to perceive me? Mm. And then the last one would be the outer shell of the peach. That's the skin, right? Brand expression. What words best sum up the look that will cause that perception? Ooh. So I'm going to give you what mine's were. Okay. My core beliefs, passion, serving, and fighting. Mm -hmm. mm. My brand perception, selfless, nonstop, excited. Yes. And then my brand expression is inviting, energetic, and bright. Yes. Woo. So uh, that's my something can't that write I fast enough. <laughs> so that's something that I want to leave everybody with to go practice that yourself. Those are the questions that's going to help you identify the way to make your brand work. And that's the map. That's your fingerprint of your brand that's going to allow you to build off of that. Love. What a way to leave our people. I mean, this is amazing. <laughs> I know everybody's going to feel so inspired. John, we just thank you so much for your time. We really, really appreciate you. And it is a true honor for us to yes. chat with you today and just to learn because we have lit up our notes. That's for sure. So everybody listening, make sure you give John a follow on Instagram. Why don't you drop your handle one more time? Instagram, it's popular underscore nobody. Perfect. Give him a follow. Make sure you follow It's Mr. J Ladder, myself at Nina Tulio and our sponsor at Oligo Pro. And if you learn anything from listening to us today, please know that it is okay to live in your truth and remember to always live your life out loud. See you next time.